This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Conversations on life, style, beauty, and relationships. It's the Velvet's Edge podcast with Kelly Henderson. Welcome to this month's, is it take or toss or take what you like and leave the rest? I can't decide. So DM me, email me. What title do you guys like better for these solo episodes that I'm doing? Take or toss or the saying that I always say, which is take what you like and leave the rest. That just feels a little long for a title. (laughs) Anyway, this month is February, and if you are a regular listener of the podcast, you know that we've been talking about love and sex and just kind of what we in our society get wrong about those topics, like what we miss, what we haven't been taught, what we're not learning, where we can get better, where we can grow, and where we can understand more. So some of the topics we've covered are period sex. Um, I'm going to be talking to someone who is going to describe a attachment um, or insecure attachment in relationships. And he's going to talk about the avoidance side of things. I've had a couple people on already talk about the anxious side of things. And um, that one actually seems to get talked about a little bit more, I think, because more people who side or lean more anxious are more quick to go get help. And so it's maybe a topic that people are looking for more. Um, But there is another side of that coin and it's the avoidant attachment side. So I'm going to have Coach Ryan on and he is going to help us understand avoidant attachment, how to heal from avoidant attachment. Um, We've also just had some really other great relationship nuggets or sex nuggets. And I felt like you really can't talk about love and sex or relationships without talking about breakups. And that's like the wah, wah, like who wants to do a podcast about breakups, right? Like it's not necessarily the fun side of relationships, but I will say I have taken on a whole new mentality about 
relationships and breaking up in the last couple years. And it's really, really helped me. So I got a listener voicemail kind of just asking for some thoughts on how to get past certain points of a breakup, you know, that in-between stage where it's like, it's initially just over. You have a couple months where you get the free pass to kind of bitch to all your friends, to complain, to not get out of bed, to eat bad food, to drink too much wine, whatever it is that you do to cope. And then you get to the part of life that you're like, and wait, now what? I'm still sad. Maybe I'm not ready to date yet, not ready to put myself out there, but I can't talk to my friends about this anymore. They've heard the story and there's nothing new. And yeah, it seems a little lonesome if I'm still sitting in bed all day or, you know, overeating or over drinking. Like, it's just not cute anymore. It's time to get my shit together. But like, what do you do if your emotions haven't caught up or your feelings haven't caught up to that? So that was the question. And I'll play the voicemail in just a second. But what I really wanted to start with is kind of what has helped me the most in just relationships in general. And then also, like I said, in this breakup process. And I think when I think back to my past of like dating, let's say back in my 30s, definitely back in my 20s. But, you know, I've had some really tough relationships. Like relationships have definitely been my teachers in this lifetime, as I think they are for most of us or many of us. And they have come in this like really difficult, impactful, crush your soul kind of way for me. And there have been moments where I was like, I'm not going to live through this one. Like I thought I would die. It was so fucking painful. Um, definitely moments where my life was completely torn apart from a relationship or a breakup, the times where I couldn't get out of bed, all of the things. And I'm just such a feeler. Again, if you listen to this podcast regularly, you know, I feel things really big and really full. And that is great on the good days and hard on the hard days. And so breakups used to really, really cripple me, I would say, like take me out. And they still are really hard. I actually just recently went through one as well. And even though that relationship ended on good terms and not in the way that anything else has ended for me, it's still really hard and it sucks and it's painful. And there's all the, the bad parts of a breakup too. But what's really changed my mentality overall is kind of to change the way that I even look at relationships. I talk about this a lot with Marv and in my solo podcast, I seem to keep referencing astrology. So if you haven't at all had any sort of foundation in astrology, this still can, can work for you. But something that I believe is that basically we're here in this lifetime or in whatever lifetime to come and grow and evolve. And that's what your soul's biggest goal is. That's what the lessons are for, is just for our own growth and that we want to continue to evolve. So if you're looking at life that way, relationships fall under the same umbrella. It's like every single person that comes into your life is here for a reason. Every single relationship that you decide to enter into is here to serve its purpose. It's here to teach you something. It's here to push you to grow, even the hard ones, especially the hard ones. I talked about this in the last solo episode, but sometimes I feel like the pain is the thing in this lifetime that loves us the most. 
And it's obviously when you're in the pain, not what you're thinking or what you're feeling, but in the big picture of your life, when you look back in the moments where you had actual change, where there were the the huge moments of growth, where you yourself as a human, as a person became somebody totally different and, and more mature or more evolved. If you look back at those moments, it's usually the pain that got you there. Like I'm not a person who's just going through life and everything's hunky-dory and I'm like, huh, let's go change things. I think most of us are wired to go through life and when things feel good, you just keep doing the same things. So it's when the things come in and they rock you and they break you and they they take you to your knees that you have to actually look in the mirror and figure out what it is you're made of. For me, those lessons have come through other people, whether they were good people, hard people, nice people, mean people, whatever it was, the people that showed up and brought me to my knees or helped me to grow that were the catalyst for change in my life, they were the characters that I needed. They were always right. And I hate saying that in some ways because, you know, there's a part of us all, I think, when you look back on your past and you can say, ugh, fuck that person or just still kind of looking at them in a bitter way or that relationship wasn't good. But again, the things that shifted for me is knowing or the sh- are knowing that whatever that relationship was that changed me was necessary. I don't think I would have evolved or I would have grown without it. So once you start looking at relationships that way, just as a foundation, letting them go when the time is right becomes a little bit easier. I'm not saying it takes away the pain of the sadness of missing the person, of being fucking pissed off and wanting to slash tires. Like that stuff is all still there. But when you really look at the relationship, at the time you need to end it, when it's run its course, when it's over, if you can look back at it and say, well, this served me because it kind of changes things. So here's the voicemail. Hi, Kelly. I just wanted to let you know that your podcast um, really means a lot. I would just love your feedback on just like processing through a breakup and especially when you're the one that's doing the breaking up and also to just like you know when you're like past that like initial three or four months and it gets into like the six or seven months and you have like good days and then bad days I just want to know like how to process through that it's just instrumentally hard and I feel like you're at that point when like you know, you don't want to like talk to friends necessarily because you don't want to burden them, right? But it's also like, it's really hard to just navigate through it. And I wonder like just in your life and through relationships, like how what were the stages that you kind of went through and how did you process through, you know, like that middle part, you know, like that awkward, like the awkward phase of the breakup, right? Where it's like, it's not just like it happened, but it's been a like, but not like five years yet. You know what I mean? Any thoughts would be really helpful. I just really appreciate you. Thank you so much. Bye. The middle part. That's what I'm going to call this. And yes, I know exactly what that feels like. And what I equate it to in my head is the day where you wake up in the morning And it's that feeling where your body is still really heavy because you're carrying all the emotions and you're just like, that's like the feeling. 
even if you don't have the words to describe it, it's like you wake up every morning, you remember what happened, and it's just like, it's heavy. Um, and I think we've all been there. And again, it's that that time where you're not quite ready maybe to like go out on dates again or invite new things into your life. But you also know, okay, like, I don't want to keep living like this. Like, this just feels ick. This is like, it's got to get better. You know, they say this too shall pass. But like, when the fuck is it going to pass? Because <laughs> I don't want to wake up every day and have to like really motiv motivate myself to get out of bed. I just want to wake up and live my life and be happy and joyful and free again. So here are some tips of things that I've tried over the years or you know, that have really actually worked for me over the years. Here is my number one tip. If we're circling back and we're looking at what each relationship, like it was here to teach us, the period of time after the breakup, like when you're initially out of it, what we talked about before, when you're kind of just like in survival mode of I'm in so much pain, give me whatever it is I need. Let's go to dinner every night with a friend or come over and sit on my couch and watch a comedy special with me. Whatever it is you do, that period has passed, let's say. And you're kind of like, okay, I got to get my shit together. But like, yeah, I really don't feel like getting my shit together. So for me in that time, something that helps my brain to stop thinking about my ex, which is what my brain is equating to feeling bad. Like my brain is thinking, God, I really miss that ex, even though that relationship was driving me crazy and it was getting really shitty and I was exhausted. I wasn't even enjoying it anymore. When you get the three month, the four month period out, it's like all of a sudden you remember, oh my God, we had the best sex. Oh my God. I remember that time he was so funny and he made me laugh about X, Y, and Z. Oh, he's basically a comedian. And it's like <laughs> your brain goes into this fog of unrealistic reality or that is what does that even mean unrealistic reality it just goes into something that's not real it's not realistic and it's not reality it's only the good stuff and so to stop my brain from doing that i have to make it focus on something else you know there's always like going on walks getting moving i find that to be completely imperative when i'm going through a hard time in general you have to get your body moving so even if it's like 20 minutes to go walk around your neighborhood and actually be in the sunshine, get some vitamin D. And so my brain does well with information. I'm an information seeker. So if you're anything like me, using that skill set, I'll call it, and applying it to, to how I can learn about myself and I can grow after that relationship, it really kind of starts to energize you again. Like astrology, the Enneagram. Human design has been a huge one for me of just starting to understand myself. And when you understand yourself more, you can, for one, show up in relationships in a much more authentic, bigger, better way. But also you can look back on old relationships and go, oh, that's why that didn't work. That's what I was looking for there. And I wasn't getting that. But I didn't even know how to ask for it because I didn't know that was a need of mine because I didn't understand myself. And so it looked like throwing tantrums or giving the silent treatment or whatever it is that we do. But when you start to really understand yourself and your motivations, if that's the Enneagram is great for why we do what we do. 
And so many of these um, modalities that I just mentioned are just about understanding what your soul came here to do in this lifetime. And once you start to kind of understand that, you can look at relationships in the way that I described, where it's like, oh, I needed that really toxic relationship because I needed to find my voice. And if someone hadn't pushed my boundaries as much as he did, I would have never spoken up. I would have always just listened to what other people told me to do. I would have been a people pleaser for the rest of my life. But thankfully, that ex made me so mad that even though I screamed the words I was saying, now I know what I want to say. And I can say it in a clear, adult, kind way. You know, like you can really start to work on the things you didn't like about how you showed up in that relationship because you still have the understanding of where you grew. So I really recommend human design, astrology, Enneagram, even seeing like psychics or energy healers that, you know, are really tapped in intuitively. Any sort of kind of guidance is really, really healing to me in times like this, because I think our brain is just looking to grip to anything to normalize all this open space we have in our lives now. Once a relationship ends, it's like you have all this empty space. And even if you were good on your own before the relationship, you got to relearn how to be on your own and how to fill that space and how to fill that void. And I think because our brains always want to keep us safe, if we're not putting new things in those spaces, it's just going to go look at your ex and just think, I just miss that person because they seem like the only way out of our pain, but they're not. If you know anything about me, you know I am a massive creature of comfort. It is one of my top priorities in life to make my surroundings comfortable at all times. So when I found Cozy Earth, I quickly scooped up all of the luxurious bedding and loungewear that I could. It felt very on brand for me, but then I went on a trip with a girlfriend not too long ago where she could not stop commenting on how cute and comfy my pajamas were, which then made me realize they may also be my new favorite travel companion as well. Guys, I am not kidding when I say you will experience unmatched softness and smoothness with all of Cozy Earth's products. The temperature-regulating bamboo joggers and pullover crew add comfort and a touch of style to any travel ensemble, and their bedding comes in the most adorable totes, making it a super easy gift to give anyone. Discover your next destination for ultimate comfort at Cozy Earth. Visit CozyEarth.com and use our code VELVETSEDGE at the checkout for an exclusive 35% off and let them know we sent you when you're at the checkout. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. 
Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. The second thing I'll say, and this one comes with a little bit of like a disclaimer on the end, but something for me, like I'm definitely an external processor, if you can't tell by this podcast, (laughs) but if you're an external processor like me, you can run things into the ground. And yes, I totally know the place where you're like, I have called this friend 800 times too many at this point, And she's heard this story. There's nothing new. There's no new developments. There's nothing new I need to report to her. It's just that I'm still not over it. And I just want to say this again, or my brain is like overanalyzing this again, even if I've already worked through it. So if you're finding yourself doing that and you need to process more, that's totally okay. I think some of us do have to kind of go around and around in circles to just kind of get the clarity and understanding. Um, And so if you are finding yourself in that space, maybe instead of talking to your friends, it would be valuable to go talk to a therapist. And with this one, I would say talk therapy. Um, And here was the disclaimer. Lately, this is just a personal opinion, and I'm not a therapist, but what I have been feeling overall with hearing about some people in my lives therapy sessions or complaints about therapy sessions. This is a topic I talk about with a lot of people. And I really think there's a lot of bad therapists out there. And it's super upsetting to me because that field is, what's the word? It's so valuable for one, but it's almost dangerous to not be taken seriously because people's mental health is very serious to me. And mental and emotional health. And so I find it really sad. There are so many facilitators that maybe aren't really putting in all the effort or fully qualified, or maybe they're not getting the resources they need to do their job in a really productive, helpful way. Um, But a lot of times I've been talking to people lately about talk therapy, and it's just like, yeah, I just go in, I say a couple things about what's going on in my life and then I leave. And I'm like, well, did they give you any feedback or like homework or help you kind of navigate a different way to do that or what? And when the answer is no, that is scary. Like that is really scary. So what I always tell people is to find a good talk therapist. What's worked in my life is asking the people around me who I know really believe in therapy and who have maybe done it for a a while or had experience with multiple therapists um, and who are seeing progress in their life from therapy. Yes, it helps to go talk about things. Yes, it helps to process out loud, especially if you're an external processor. But if you're still staying stuck and you're not growing in your therapy sessions or after or during or whatever, it may be time to move on to a different therapist or look in the mirror and say, why am I not growing? I don't know. But um, yeah, I just think it's a, it's a very, it's a big decision to take seriously and not to say, or it's just not to take lightly. 
Um, so if you do go meet with someone and you're like, oh, this was terrible. I hate therapy. Maybe try another therapist first before you completely rule it out. And if it's something that you're feeling in your body, I know a couple of, of podcast episodes I've done have mentioned this, but the somatic therapy has been something that I've been introduced to in the last couple of years. And I've done talk therapy for 11 years, I would say at this point. And have a lot of head knowledge. But what I was realizing was my body was still feeling really stuck. And so I started working with a, a somatic therapist and she helped me to release a lot of the emotions from my body physically. And that has been the biggest game changer. It's helped me to get back to posting on social media because I had a lot of trauma around that. Um, even to be doing this right now with you guys, like this was such a scary thing for me because I felt so vulnerable about after some of the stuff that I went through publicly. And um, it really like wrecked the way that I could use my voice. I couldn't. And the somatic therapy really helped release some of that. So anyway, the second tip that I would give would be maybe try therapy if you still need to talk about it and you feel like you've run through your friends. Okay. The third thing that I swear, I'm like, why didn't I think of this before? You know, sometimes you have these aha moments, as Oprah would call them, and it's just randomly, but it's after you've spent a really long time doing it another way that just was like, oh my God, duh. But what I realized the last, I think this was two breakups ago, what I realized was that when I would go through a breakup or I would be in the new period of being single again, I would stop doing certain things that I loved to do because they seemed like couples activities. Um, but it was actually just making me more sad in my life. So the third tip that I'm going to come back in with is remind yourself of the things that you love in your life. Like here's an example. I love to cook. I'm a cancer. I love home. I'm not like a great cook at all, but I love to find a really good recipe go get all the ingredients or order them and have them delivered. <laughs> if I'm being really truthful here, because I hate the grocery store. Um, but yeah, I love that process, like going through the cookbook, picking the recipe that I'm going to make, getting all the ingredients. And then I make it like an event, you know, like it's the thing of the night. It's the thing that I'm doing. If I like want to have a treat after whatever, I just really, really enjoy the whole thing. And when I would go through a breakup, I would just like stop doing that because it seems really silly to cook for one person, you know, especially when it's these whole, this whole meal, these, all these big recipes or whatever. And then I just thought to myself, well, fuck that. Like if I'm sitting at my house at night, especially because I have all this new empty space in my life and a lot of my friends are in relationships or they have kids. And so on certain nights, you know, there's not a lot of flexibility schedule wise. So I am going to be at home by myself. Also, at the stage of life that I'm in, you know, when work is busy, I don't really want to be out all the time. And so I like to still be at home and nesting. But I was getting like really kind of just Debbie Downer about it because I would either be post mating or eating something that was just like, thrown together, but not really that great. And then I thought to myself one day, why am I not doing that thing? Just because I'm going to have leftovers? Who cares? So now I just either freeze things or just have leftovers for the week. Like I'll get one recipe and I'll make it on a Monday or a Sunday. 
and then I'll eat on it kind of all week. You know, like I like to make things that are good leftover wise. So anyway, don't stop doing the things that you love. If it's going to dinners, go to dinner. I also go eat solo dinners sometimes and they're really nice. Like I actually feel very empowered doing it. I go to this cute little Italian restaurant in Nashville. It's like my solo dinner spot called Cafe Nona. If you're ever in town, I highly recommend it. But it's this cute little like hole in the wall, mom and pop Italian restaurant. I order a glass of wine and a really big pasta dish, gluten-free, of course. And it still makes me feel like I'm doing the activity. I'll even go on a Saturday because I'm wild like that and I don't care anymore. (laughs) But if that feels overwhelming, go on a Tuesday at like five o'clock. It's just, it's a good way to dip your toe in, but don't stop doing the things that you love to do when you're in a couple, just because you're not in a couple, because truthfully, you probably just love those things in general. And we equate it to that person that we are no longer with or the person that we're going to be with in the future. And so it really kind of just makes your life even more sad, especially after a breakup. If you're not, if you're neglecting your own needs or not doing the things that you love because you're not in a relationship. So do the things you love. The fourth tip kind of goes along with that. And this is, of course, being responsible as an adult. And if you can get away from responsibilities, if you can afford this, I recommend traveling after a breakup. I, especially in the state of like that middle ground, like the area we're talking about, because maybe you were too sad at first to do it and you just needed to cry it out and go through your process. But if you're in the space, like the in-between space, Again, when you're kind of rebuilding your life, when you're not ready to date yet, or you're just like kind of feeling like you're floating, something that really, really helps me is to go out and remember how big the fucking world is. I think sometimes I'll feel like I'm living in this little bubble in Nashville. And it's, of course, you're seeing the same people. Everyone knows everyone. I've been in this town a really long time. And so, like, it just feels like, oh my God, everyone in this world knows my story or everyone in the town knows my story. And like, you feel, you can feel really stuck. Then it's like you go to a different city or a different state or a different country and nobody knows who you are or that you just went through a breakup. And look at that. Oh my God. Did you see that hot guy just walk by? Cause I did. And oh my God, you remember that the person that you just broke up with is not the last person on this planet. I used to have this mentor that would say to me, it's a relationship, not the universe. And I'm like, but it feels like the universe. When I'm going through this breakup, it feels like it's just like taking over everything. And when you think about it in this way, it's like that relationship, it's just one piece of your story. If you go out and you remember that that was just a relationship, it's not the universe, and you go see the rest of the universe, It's very empowering. It's very exciting. It gives you a little pep in your step and definitely it gives you hope for a future. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. 
Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Do you love fashion? Do you love getting compliments on how well you're dressed? Are you always seeking the latest trends? Then we're talking to you. BostonProper.com is your fashion destination and the only place to go for all those nods, head turns, and new styles. No matter the day, season, or occasion, Boston Proper has what you're looking for. Sophisticated, confident clothing designed to flatter and get noticed. So visit BostonProper.com now and start creating your perfect wardrobe. Boston Proper. Wear it like no one else. Okay, the last tip that I have for this podcast And I want to be clear here. I will never, ever tell someone when it's time to get back out there. I really do think this is a personal decision. And I think that it's completely based on your patterns, your behaviors, um, how you've processed the feelings, if you've done your work, if you haven't, you know, how have you like operated in the past? Are you a serial dater? So the second you go through a breakup, you jump in another one. Like, I've never been a big proponent of that um, personally because I like reflection time or I I think that to not take the shit from the past with us, reflection time seems to help. To me, it has at least. So I'm never going to be like, okay, you just got to get yourself back out there. But again, if you're like me um, or if you're not and you're just listening and this is something you resonate with, like I'm a big feeler, like I said. And so sometimes I can get a little stuck in the negative feelings. If any of my Enneagram fours are listening, you know what I'm saying? Like they feel really bad, but I'll just stay. I can't get out of it. Like, it's just like, I'm stuck in the waking up every morning and the, you know? And so like, I've had to program my brain over the years of going, okay, now this is enough. And let's not to say like, I'm sidestepping feelings. I have the opposite problem of most people. I feel every fucking feeling. And so you can get stuck there if you're a person like that. So instead of like sidestepping feelings and not processing, I will just continue to process and it's too much. And so I've had to really learn to like push myself to take that next step. And the next step I'm talking about is putting yourself back out there. And listen, I know dating apps can suck. I hated them when I first got on them and I don't necessarily love them now either, but they have been very helpful to me in just taking the next step. So let's say, for instance, you're where our listener who left the voicemail is, and you're 
three to four months out of a breakup, you're sad and maybe you're like still not fully over it, but you're kind of like, okay, I'm getting sick of my own self, you know, like, oh, I just feel stuck. It's like starting to impact the rest of my life, my work, my creativity, my friendships, whatever. I know it's not the right relationship for me and I know it's time to move on. I think dating apps can be a good start. Like there's something about when you have to build the profile, when you have to put yourself out there, that immediately when you do that, I feel like you're communicating to the universe, okay, I'm taking a step. And even if it's just a small step of putting up a profile or even creating it and you are in Bumble and you're on like incognito mode, maybe you do each step that you feel okay doing at first, but it's like such an energy shift all of a sudden when you say to the universe, okay, like the past is in the past. I'm not going to stay stuck there and I'm going to take the lessons. I've done my work. I've looked at myself. I've learned the things that I don't want to ever do in a relationship again. Like I'm looking at certain behaviors and learning new ways to do things because I don't want to be like that girl again or that person again. Um, I've grieved. I've cried. I've been angry. I just know it's time to move on. I think the dating apps can be the next right step. And putting that energy out there, even if you don't meet someone in the dating app or that's not where you meet your person, or even if you don't go on a date with anyone, sometimes just doing the match or having a flirty chat with somebody, or even just like having conversation in general. And again, it's that thing of like traveling, seeing that, oh, there's a whole world out there of other people also looking to date. There's something energetically about that, that I think kind of changes the way we show up in the world. And when you change the way you show up in the world, then you're going to be going about your day and you're going to be at the gas station and maybe you see a cute guy. And it's like the girl two weeks ago on the podcast talked about, you look at the university, you say, ah, oh, thank you more, please. And then you go to have dinner or you have lunch and you see another cute guy. And you're like, oh, why does this keep happening? And then before you know it, somebody is approaching you at the grocery store asking you on a date or something like that. I'm just telling you, there's something about shifting your energy that really matters. And for me, the way I kind of have always dipped my toe back in or in the last couple of years, dipped my toe back in after relationships is to just open back up the apps and kind of put my energy there again, just saying to the universe, okay, I'm uploading this page again, or I'm getting back out there. I'm communicating to you that I'm ready to move on from these feelings. If you're not going to say anything else, maybe you could say that I'm ready to move on from these feelings and you keep moving forward and you next right step yourself into a newer, happier life. Those are the tips I've got for you guys on breakups, especially the middle ground place. Um, if you have any more questions or if you have feedback, if you like listen to all this stuff and you're like, uh, take or toss, I'm tossing this sucked. I didn't get anything out of it. I actually want to know that too. I want to know what's working for y'all um, as I navigate these new podcasts. So as always, take what you like and leave the rest. You can email us at theedge at velvetsedge.com or you can hit me directly at kelly at velvetsedge.com. I'm getting used to saying that on here. Also, you can leave me a new voicemail and this is a great way. I love 
interacting with you guys and hearing what you're actually going through and getting to speak to that directly. It is so healing for me and so amazing. So please keep them coming. You can find the link to the voicemail in the link in my bio on my Instagram. So it's at Velvet's Edge on Instagram. You just go into the link in the bio and you'll see it. It says VE voicemail or speak pipe, I think is what it's called. And you just click that and you just send it. It's like a voice memo that you send me. They're all anonymous. I'm not going to say your name or anything like that. Um, but it's really, really helpful. And it's such a great way to interact with each other. So keep them coming. Take what you like. Leave the rest. Is it take or toss or that? Let me know. Okay. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Looking for a fabulous fashion brand that celebrates you? Then look no further than Boston Proper, where styles are designed with you in mind, so you can look and feel amazing, no matter the day, season, or occasion. At bostonproper.com, you'll find fashion that knows you best. For over 30 years, Boston Proper has been the fashion destination for confident women who want to elevate their look with unique, sophisticated clothing at affordable prices. Visit bostonproper.com today. Boston Proper. Wear it like no one else. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store.